Hey, what's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play on this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast. We get excited for Deadpool 2 and take a look at the early reviews and all the crazy marketing. Avengers Infinity War opens huge in China and continues to make all the monies. And we discuss whether the future of the MCU will include the Eternals and Miss Marvel. Plus... Some surprising superhero TV show renewals, another crazy Stan Lee update, this week's dumbest and funniest internet memes, and lots of audio clips and voicemails to share with you, listener. All in this edition of the Jocker Nerd Weekly for Thursday, May 17th, 2018. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Yo, 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 what's up, listener? Thank you for joining us and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And he's the rug boy. Hello, rug boy. How are you? Whoopity scoopity poop. Whoopity scoopity poop, everyone. Yes. Jock and nerd. Spread that around. Whatever that means. <laughs> I feel like that's what happens when you wipe shit on the wall. You're like, oh, whoopity scoopity whoop uh, on the wall. That's like when that lady. Did you see that video of the lady taking a shit? No, at, I, I, uh, oh, the, the, the lady who took a shit in the middle of some restaurant started and then, throwing it? And then threw it at Was some, it at a Starbucks? Guy? I don't know what it is. Oh, Tim Horton's in Canada. Oh, he was oh. in Canada. A nice Canadian place. She gets all pissy at this for something and then just on command takes a shit on the wall, picks up the shit and starts throwing it at the people. This wasn't an episode of Flavor of Love on VH1 back in the day? And then takes a dirty napkin, <laughs> wipes her ass with it and throws it at That's people. That's whoopity scoopity right there. I got so many things. Like, Whoa. first off, <laughs> like, oh, if, if someone threw shit at me, yes. they're dead. Yeah. It's, the person's dying. That is Wouldn't in, that, in, like, throw you off your game? Like, you ever see that guy who takes <laughs> off all of his clothes when he fights people? Oh yeah, You're, yeah. That, like it throws you off your game. You're covered in shit. Like the last thing you just want to get the shit off you. But then after that, I, that person's dead. But then the next yeah. thing for me is how she she was just fully loaded and was just ready she to was poo ready on to go. Command. What are they eating? What are they serving? That's me. Then? I'm ready to shit anytime. Anytime you could just yeah. call upon your shit wow. and just be like, I'm I'm pooping yeah, right here right much. now. Yeah. You, uh, you want to get stage fright? I don't know. I've always, <laughs> every time I've you know what? Every once in a while I'll go and try it and nothing will come out. But like. For the most part, like I'm, I'm batting a thousand. I'm like, I'm really like hitting him out of the park every time I go in there. That's Rock Boy's mutant power right there. He can shit on command, and if you, we, a- we at least know that she had a good, like a nice, uh, like a <laughs> cup of coffee. Like we know that she was, everything's working correctly. <laughs> Listen, if you are a new listener just tuning in for the first time, you're probably hella confused. Somebody touch my spaghetti! Uh, and I don't blame you. This is the show where we will talk about comic book and superhero TV and movie news. Oh, Zach, this kind of show. Reviews oh, shit. and whatever we choose. Pun intended. And uh, this show, you're going to want to check the show notes for this show, listener. Jockinair.com slash 221. Because... Guess what? We have nerd news. We got jock news. Uh, we got the latest stupid internet memes. We got lots of audio to share and lots of voicemails. Geek boner. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun time. 
packed show. Of course, if you are a new listener and you've never listened to a previous show, I'm going to say this. Just for you, we've never offered this before, but you, new listener, can get a free month of Stitcher Premium. This is completely out of the blue. We've never mentioned this. If you are a new listener, just go to Stitcher.com slash premium. Use the promo code NERD. And you'll get nerd. one free month of Stitcher. That's N-E-R-D, nerd. Just like that cool band that Pharrell was in back in the day. Yeah. They were awesome. No periods, though, in this nerd. No, 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 no periods. Just the letters. And you can check out Marvel's first podcast, Wolverine, The Long Night. All 10 episodes are out. And all Binge the other it. shit they got on spin. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Stitcher Premium. Stitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. Shitter. Shitter. Pre- <laughs> not Shitter Premium, Anthony. Oh, <laughs> Way to blow the sponsorship every episode. One of these Son days, of Stitcher, bitch. we'll get it right. They don't listen. <laughs> they don't listen. Uh, uh, also, the other thing I want to announce before we start with our news this week, I want to give a shout out to uh, some friends of ours in the podcast family. Hashtag Potter and Family. Kate and Patrick from See Here's the Thing podcast. You remember them, guys, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lovely people. They reviewed Wonder Woman with us. They are so adorable. Their show is adorable. Their chemistry together is adorable. Well, they've revamped their show a little bit. They've worked on the format. They took a little break and they came back with a new format and a new logo, which if you listen to the latest episode, we will find out that it was designed by someone on this show. Uh, it was designed by Anthony. Good job, Anthony. No, really? No, it wasn't. No. What? I uh, I designed the see here's the thing new logo and they said thank you how much they love it oh, they is gave that us, on their website yeah now? it's on their website it's on the podcast app and they were they were promoting our Infinity War review so I just wanted to say thank you for the shout out Kate and Patrick you we guys are awesome it. check out the links in the show notes to check out see here's the thing Aaron just wants people to see his logo just yeah. look at my work I'm just jacking yourself off yeah I've, it's exactly. self serving but but it's yeah, also that, returning you're, you're thank ass. you the show is great. I've done a bunch of logos for Blazing Caribou but Studios. But you, you've never plugged them until you did the logo. No, we've had them on our show. What are you talking about? I play their promo in our show because you never listen. You yeah, wouldn't you don't, know that. You don't, you don't say anything. It was a little bit self-serving. I'll admit. <laughs> I want people to check out it my is, logo. Just back him into a corner. He'll fold. <laughs> I know. He always folds. See, you just said it was. A, it's a cool logo. I want people to check it out. And then it'll suck you in to listen to the show. The show is great. Check out the show notes. What is that? What is that? Would you take inspiration from that? I don't know. It was a very classic uh, because the show. It's like a Tim Hortons. Yeah, I want it to be like a timeless classic show. It's about their relationship because they're so adorable. They're married couple. They're so cute together. They have great chemistry. So just trying to like, you know, kind of like an I Love Lucy classic. uh, If you look up Tim Hortons where that lady took a shit, it's very similar. Oh, Tim Hortons. Yeah, I hear they have some good coffee. It's very similar to Tim Hortons shit shit lady. Okay. Yeah. It's Horton Hears a Poo. Horton Hears a Poo. And with that, we're going to get to the news. The Jock Jock and Nerd Podcast. We'll all love my logos, listener, before the night is through. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show and tell me how awesome our, my logos are, just visit jockadir.com slash contact, uh, which is uh, where you can find our Twitter page or Facebook page. You can send us a voicemail, send us a typey little message, click send, and you can join our exclusive closed Facebook group called the Jock and Nerd Nation that's just for our listeners. It's where they hang out. It's where all the cool kids are. Welcome new members, Alexander Perez, Steve Hames, and Hammond Chamberlain who is a, a podcaster. He has two podcasts, one called Soundography and one called Beyond the Playlist with Hammond. Uh, welcome to the group. Also, I got to give a shout out to our buddy Jason Momert from Voice from the Underground because if you check out last our last episode, we had that fun 
Marvel versus DC fight matchup segment. Thanks to listener Matt Miller, who suggested it. So Jason posted on our Facebook group, okay, inspired by Matt's call from this week's show, I threw this together. I tried to make it diverse from different universes, but not easy and left a lot out. I know this won't make everyone happy, but let's go. If you want a copy of the bracket, I'll share below. Fill this shit out. It is a 64-team single elimination bracket filled with characters from Marvel, DC, Valiant, uh, Transformers. What, uh, what else is on here? He's got all these crazy things. It's pretty cool. A uh, lot of work went into this. What did you guys think of this uh, this fight bracket? Yeah, it was it was cool. I, it was a little bit outlandish because like uh, of all the crazy characters that are involved. But fuck it, it can be fun. Do it. You got Star Split Wars. Out. You got Star Wars in there, Anthony. Yeah, Anthony, you're a jock. They love brackets. Yeah, I, I you know, <laughs> good for Jason. I'm glad he did something like this. Um, I don't really know how to to. Anthony's like, I would maybe have done this if I wasn't busy getting laid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, do you even podcast? Yeah, there you go. I don't even really know how this, like, are you supposed to judge who's more popular or, like, who would win in a fight? Well, in the Facebook group, some of the comments were like, this is the fun about the brackets. You can set whatever rules you want. It could be, like, if they just meet on the street or if it's uh, a popularity contest. I'll tell you what, I printed it out. I started to fill it out. And after the first one, I was I was done. I was like, no, nope, this is too hard. I can't do this. I'll tell you what's even more impressive than this bracket is Ray Swanson filled the fucking bracket out. Oh, shit. And posted it back to the Facebook Don't read group. It. I'm not going to yeah. read the whole thing. Basically, he's got the final matchup, Thor versus the Hulk, with Thor coming out as the winner. But wow. Ray, good for you. You, you for know that Imran wanted to read it. I'm yeah. not going to read all the match. I was yeah. not going to read <laughs> all of Don't be sick. Don't be ridiculous, Cousin Larry. I was <laughs> <laughs> also, I got a shout out from the group, Justin Zwerner, because all he posts ever whenever I welcome new people is all hail King Imran. You get points for that every time. Justin Zwerner, my best friend. Oh, but if you're the king, what's the jock? <laughs> Uh, oh. Are you the queen? He's calling mm, you that Justin Swerner. Oh, that? That's what, a good question. What are you question. talking about there, Justin Swerner? Uh, you're gonna have yeah. to ask him if I'm. He's maybe like uh, the other king, like in Game of Thrones, the competing from another. I don't know. He's the king's hand. What? Do, where do you think oh, you the could king's be a ruler? Hand. I could be a ruler in uh, fucking Joker, jo- where the clowns live. Uh, you know, I could rule all the clowns. I don't know what that means. Like the UAE, you think you could be like the king of the UAE? <laughs> oh hell no! Are you kidding no? me? That's way too much money to be in charge of. Give me a small third world country. Where mm. People already sad and unhappy. Like, it's only up from there. <laughs> That's easier. That's a good point. Right? Yeah, I guess, I, you're not yeah. starting with rich-ass oil countries. Yeah, but but if you get into a third world country and they don't like you, they'll just kill you. They'll, like, they'll, they'll do like a coup. They'll oh, behead you. And they'll point. kill you. Yeah. And they'll kill you in the street. You do have to have a quick exit planned. Especially if America doesn't like you. They'll sponsor that coup. Yeah, yeah, it would be really hard to find like an, like a, you know how all these uh, leaders have like doppelgangers to like throw people off. Like, the many, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how hard is it going to be to find an Imran doppelganger? <laughs> you know how much white hair dye I'd have to buy to yeah. make people look like me? You oh, ought yeah. to you ought to start hanging out in hipster neighborhoods like we had talked about off yeah. off air and, yeah. and like getting the hipsters to start dyeing their beard the way you do. <laughs> I think if I go to the right coffee shop, put in a little bit of legwork, because I noticed all the, I have one of those cabbie felt like fabric hats and, and and I was in a coffee shop and I looked around and I was like, why do all these guys are wearing the same hat and they all have beards? Oh, this is the hipster thing. I don't hang out where they hang out, but if I can infiltrate them and then get them, make them think that dyeing your hair striped, your facial hair, black and white striped <laughs> is the new hipster thing. I will be the all hail like- king hipster. If you start walking around wearing like just stripes all the time, 
like black and white stripes like Beetlejuice. Oh shit! That, <laughs> like, it's like part of your like look. It'd have to be vertical stripes because that's yeah. I'm not the horizontal stripes are not flattering on me. Yeah, let me tell you. All right, enough of this bullshit. Let's get to what I really want to talk about is that by the time you listen to this listener, Deadpool 2 will be out. Geek boner. Uh, and you won't have a review from us on this episode. No, because you're listening Sorry, listener. to this right now. So you are going to listen to us talk about the early reviews of the movie and how excited we are and maybe what we want from the movie. Uh, the Rotten Tomato score is out. Yeah, what is it? Let's have a look at that. As of right now, updated the Thursday uh, before the movie comes out, 85%. With an average rating of 7.2 out of 10. All right. That seems about right. Seems appropriate. How do you know that? You haven't seen the movie. Oh, I don't know. But that, I'm not it, really expecting it to be like a 10 out of 10. Right. No. I'm expecting it to be 85%. For comparison, we'll talk about this a little more next week. The solo movie that comes out the following Friday. Deadpool has one week. One weekend. That's it. Solo comes out. That tomato meter is at 71%. Mm. 6.5 out of 10. So, Right. Yeah. But uh, early reviews are saying, you know, Zazie Beats is amazing. She steals the show. There's a there's a mid-credit scene that Joe Quesada, Marvel CCO, has said, hands down, the best after-credit scene in movie history. Oh, shit. And uh, some kind of surprise cameo. What what are we guys expecting from what are you guys expecting going into this movie? Comedy sequels are really hard to do. I was trying to think of a comedy sequel that was actually good. And I couldn't See, like I couldn't come up with one. I got no skin in this game. Yeah. Right? I don't really give a fuck about Deadpool. Uh I enjoy Deadpool when I when I watch the movie. I've watched it a few times and I've enjoyed it. But if it sucks, it's not gonna really damage me or or bring me down All if right. it's if it's just decent and i have a good time and it's got some good action i'll be fine i'm not really expecting it to be great so okay anthony kind of in the same boat i i think i came into this thinking it wouldn't be good now i'm seeing the reviews that it's you know, mostly positive so you know as long as it makes me laugh i'm cool with it yeah when no. you don't have a lot invested in a movie like personally like you can kind of go in with less expectations or, or or less kind of like eggshells. You're like kind of like, oh, well, what what are they gonna fuck up of mine that I like? Right. And this I don't really care. I really not really into Deadpool. So if if even if they fucking mess up Deadpool, I won't care as long as the movie's entertaining. I really enjoyed that first movie more than I thought I would because it was just kind of refreshing at the time. It was an R-rated comedy that happened to be a comic book superhero movie and the way it, uh, he dealt with the character and the whole meta reference is great. What do I want from this movie? I kind of want, it's hard. Like I said, comedy sequels are hard. I want more of the same, but I don't want repetition. I want it to be better and bigger, but honestly, you kind of want more of the same, but I'm expecting to have a, a lot of fun already. Like I'm super, I'm they, super they excited. They kind of went bigger with, a whole crew of people now they're adding in cable who's a name you know and, and it seems like they've nailed a lot of the market we're gonna see this. x-force uh speaking of the marketing have you seen what they've done at the yeah, walmart that's what i'm referring to holy shit dude i love brilliant marketing deadpool photo bombs dvd blu-ray covers of other movies from fox and apparently if you go to walmart they have a whole display set up, and I guess the store's got a few copies of the, the photobomb ones they put in front, and you could actually buy these. I wanted to go <laughs> and buy these rugs. Did you see these? Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I love it. They got my cousin Vinny, the good, the bad, and the ugly, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, you got Deadpool riding the horse on war for Planet of the Apes. Hilarious. I mean, in one hand, I feel it's a little thirsty, 
But on the other hand, I think it's kind of genius. It fits the brand. Funny. It fits the brand. It fits Deadpool. That's for sure. Yeah. If, if they start doing this all the time, I'm going to fucking hate it. <laughs> it's a one time thing. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I think it's less invasive than la- the uh, the first movie's marketing campaign. Remember, I was starting to get annoyed. Like, this shit was everywhere, but it did work for the movie. Right. And uh, it had a huge box office return. Speaking of which, how much do you guys think this movie's going to make? What did the last one Opening make? weekend, and will it dethrone Affinity War as number one spot? Didn't it made $100 million. I made over $100 million the first weekend, I right? I think it did. I don't have... Let me look it up yeah. while you... So the last one was a budget of fifty-eight million. It made seven eighty-three million globally. Uh, I don't know what the opening weekend is here, but they're predicting. Here, I'll get you the opening weekend. Okay, what was it? Was it was one hundred thirty-two million. Oh, opening weekend. okay. So they're predicting one thirty to one fifty for opening weekend. So kind of the same. The, I don't know how much bigger the budget is on this movie. It's going to be the middle ground there. If you include uh, Valentine's Day, because it came out Valentine's Day weekend, it was one fifty-two. Oh wow. Wow, that's pretty good. I think but the, yeah, 132 was its actual opening. So with Avengers still breaking box office records, we'll get to that in a second. Do you think this could take the number one spot in the weekend yeah, box office? I think it will. It's been, Avengers has only been out three weeks. Three weeks as number one. This is uh, before, Yeah, but everybody's seen everyone's it. Everyone's seen yeah. it multiple times. As, if you haven't seen it, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> I think people are ready for uh, some funny after, you know, the, yeah. the gut punch it's, at the end of the It's kind of almost movie. like a, the perfect time for it to come out. Oh, my God, it is. Everyone's, you know, seen of Infinity War. There might still be some confusion, like, that there's Deadpool in this universe. And yeah. then after all that, like, grim... You're still processing from the ending, all this? Yeah, of the the loss. Infinity War, uh, Deadpool is, like, a nice... Nice little change up for a couple. Yeah, you get to see Josh Brolin be someone else. Yeah, nice see Brolin again being Cable and X-Force with Domino and Shatterstar. Oh, I can't wait. One last thing about Deadpool, which again makes this movie unique. Apparently the score for the movie, the score album is the first ever score to, it's going to receive a parental advisory warning. Oh shit. (laughs) Because the titles of some of these uh, songs that are sung by a 38-voice Hollywood ensemble. Uh, one title is You Can't Stop This Motherfucker. Uh, another title of, this, of a, the score piece is Holy Shitballs. Apparently, there's like a whole chorus people singing Holy Shitballs in harmony. I can't wait. I think that's hilarious. Will you buy this album? Absolutely not. <laughs> because What's the last album That's the bought? question. Uh, last album, full yeah. album I bought. Man, that's a good question. The last album I got was Mike Ripp's album. Oh, yeah, but we were <laughs> gifted that. Yeah, that uh, was great. And that was great, and thank you, Mike Ripps. I can't remember the last album I bought. This chorus of shitballs, though, reminds me of the Black Sheep album. They have a great track where everyone's saying fuck you, and it's like a chorus of fuck yous in harmony and different movements. It's like a classical piece. It's really well done. Hopefully we'll get something like that in the Deadpool too. Probably oh, not. the new Arctic Monkeys. That's the, the latest album. Oh, you bought the Arctic oh. Monkeys. The, 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 yeah, did they, it's really weird. Did they throw their poop at you? No. Musically? No. A little bit. Oh, okay. Musically. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> they threw some poop out of the music. Okay, speaking mm. of Avengers Infinity War, a quick box office update. The movie opened to $200 million in China. Oh, shit. Making it the highest MCU opening in China. Uh, ever so domestically, it's made five hundred and sixty-two million dollars worldwide. One point six billion dollars in twenty days, making it 
the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. It just got into fourth place, beating out Jurassic World. Damn. So what's left? Okay, here's what's left. Le- what's left at number three? Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Right. Two point zero six eight billion. I think this movie can make make it to two billion, no problem. Right. No problem. All right. Then after that, there's a little bit of a jump. Titanic. Two point one billion. Oh, made by a guy doesn't know shit. Him. And the next movie made by the same man. Bigger jump. Highest grossing movie of all time. Of course, I'm talking about the Avatar. Two point oh. seven billion dollars. James Cameron is responsible for the top two highest grossing movies of all time. Let's yeah. just put that out there. Put that in your pipe okay. and smoke it. Other than that, Disney <laughs> Disney has five of the ten uh, highest grossing movies in this list. Pretty impressive as always. Um, but I, War, man, man, it's, there's not much more to say about. No, War. no. How much higher do you think it's going to get? It's only been twenty days. It's going to be two billion. How? Yeah, two billion. That that sounds good. I think I could pass Force Awakens. I don't know if it'll get to Titanic. It won't pass Force Awakens no. domestically. Okay, no, I'm talking. Yeah, it'll pass worldwide. it worldwide. Yeah, I think it, mm. it has a shot. I mean, that China opening. That's that's monster. That's crazy. Yeah, they like, they like their Infinity War. They certainly do as well. They should. Uh, I found a couple of articles that uh, can help us uh, got some clues to maybe what Marvel is looking at, what the MCU is looking at after Avengers four. Right. Yeah. Starting with uh, Bob Iger, Disney's Bob Iger on a on a earnings call uh, said, "We meet on a regular basis with our Marvel team, and we've plotted out Marvel movies that will take us well into the next decade. I'm guessing we will try our hand at what I call what I'll call a new franchise beyond Avengers, but that doesn't necessarily mean you won't see more Avengers down the road. We just haven't made any announcements about that." A new franchise from Bob Iger? What is he talking about? Where are they going? They're probably going to pass the baton, Young Avengers or something like that, or like a new, uh, what do you call it, uh, legacy team. Oh, like a, okay, like a, just another form of the Avengers? Yeah. Anthony, what do you want to see? What do you think he means by uh, a, a new franchise? I mean, franchise? they're going to Robert Downey Jr. out if they wait. I mean, the guy, everybody's aging in this. Yeah, you got to You got to reset it somehow. Yeah. You know, I've heard a couple theories online. Yeah. I've heard that, you know, because right now the formula is make solo films. They come together. Avengers make solo films. They come together. Avengers. Right. I've heard theories that maybe they'll just do a bunch of solo films, you know, for a bit. And not have the Avengers come back. Then there's also the theories of Fantastic Four and X Men. Right. You know, those yeah. are, you know, your next big things. Um, another theory I heard is instead of calling them the Avengers, the next crew is called the Ultimates. Oh. Which is was based in the Ultimate Universe, but now the new version of the Ultimates that came out in twenty fifteen is now different than is different <laughs> the Ultimates has, of the Ultimates, yes. But it has Black Panther and Captain Marvel in it. Ah, ah, oh, they can pull a lot of stuff from that. Along with Blue Marvel, yeah, B- Spectrum and Miss America, all by the way, characters that are minority characters. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. Look, we know they're going to make another Spider-Man. We know they're going to make probably make another Black Panther, another Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, probably another strange movie. Here's another hint, maybe where their mind is going. I think this is really interesting. They have uh, set writers for this Eternals movie. Uh, which is a crazy cosmic celestial thing. They have hired writers Matthew and Ryan Furpo, whose spec script Ruin shot to the top of the 2017 blacklist to write the script for this superhero team adventure. 
Uh, Eternals is really weird. It's a thing Jack Kirby came up. I don't even get it. Like, this is part of the MCU that I never got into. It's a lot like Asgard. Jack Kirby came up with this in the 70s. Uh, He came up with the Celestials that created the humans, and then they created the Eternals and the Deviants, and it was never supposed to be part of the MCU, the main continuity. But it's pretty much what he did at DC, which is New Gods. Like, he did New Gods at DC, and then came to Marvel and kind of got rid of the rest of his ideas for this. So it's like a Game of Thrones style thing. Rugs, are you familiar with the, the Eternals? Do you like it at all? Ancillary characters, yeah, but the, but nobody really sticks out to me. I don't remember them that they were always sidebar characters in like Silver Surfer or some other shit. Eternity is one of the characters. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is the greatest move. I mean, I'm sorry. If they make it, the good news is, Eternals is not anyone's favorite character. That's true. So they could make it whatever they want. Like, look at what they did with Guardians. It's kind of the same thing here. They're taking, like, a weird, funky thing that would be... But uh, we've seen the Celestials and Guardians of the Galaxy. They've kind of set it up a little bit. Nowhere in Guardians, that's the head of a Celestial also. But, Anthony, do you want to see this uh, more? Like, do we want to see, like, the street-level stuff in the MCU, and then the other end of it is this crazy, cosmic, crazy shit? Here's the thing with Marvel, especially with the like you guys. I don't really know that much about yeah. the Eternals. Yeah. Everything I know about the Eternals, I've like read in passing in a comic, or like I'm now reading on Wikipedia. So I don't know if I want the Eternals or not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really answer that. But I didn't know I wanted Guardians of the Galaxy until that came out either. I'm down for whatever Marvel wants to do. I think that I like. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the MCU. Um, so. If they want to take it in this direction and they have a good story to craft, like Rugboy said, it, they're Eternals. I have no connection to them, so they could tell me the Eternals are this or that, and I'll believe it. They so, can yeah. make you as like long as them. it's a good story. I'm down. I mean, Arlock is not anyone's favorite character. Who is that? I, yeah, I don't even know who that I'm, is. The only one that you really know is Drax. Well, all right? he's an Eternal. Well, he's 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 always in the Eternal comics, and Cersei is in in the Eternals. Gilgamesh, Hyperion. Isn't Thanos' dad in Eternal? I think so, yeah. Because doesn't uh, Red Skull say his name when he shows up? Yeah, he's, he's an like Eternal our, Deviant yeah. hybrid. Oh, he's a hybrid he of the Eternals and the Deviants, yeah. And the Eternals and the Deviants they are, fight like each long, other. Lost, are yeah. long-time enemies. Like, Hyperion, I don't know if he's a legit Eternal, but like... Um, they he appears in some of the Eternal comics, and he's like basically a redheaded Superman. Yeah, he's he's Superman. They, you know, another problem. Hyperion. Let me see what he. Some is. of these Marvel worlds, they start to get repetitive. Like it's really like you have the X Men, you have the Inhumans, you have the Eternals, you have the Asgardians. Oh, kind of the same kind of shit. I don't know. It does. I can't figure out what Hyperion is by looking him up. Yeah, it's like an offshoot of humanity. It's just like I don't know. They're not very popular. With most people, like people who really like the Eternals or people who really like Thor and Silver Surfer, like you know, like you run into a guy and you're like, okay, what's your favorite character? And they like say that they like say Silver Surfer or Thor. Yeah, yeah. They're all about the Eternals because that's that the, the Celestial fucking they're dealing with Galactus. They're dealing with all that type of shit, all that cosmic shit. Listen, Mar- uh, most Co- people, Cosmic Marvels and a whole another Cosmic Marvel story. is weird. Yeah. I never got into it, but they look Kevin Feige and crew can make you love it. They, I have no doubt that they can present it in a fun way, like Guardians, like kind of Ragnarok, uh, where it will work. So, I mean, it'd have right. to be something like, although Guardians is wildly successful, it'd have to be something, it can't be like this 
ragtag group, right? It'd have to be something higher. Something. Well, what I would what I would wager is that it could be the answer to the Justice League. Oh, it could be because you have these gods uh-huh. and they're kind of yeah, yeah. like yep. the archetypes are kind of like you know Jack Kirby. You need the new gods, it, which is yep. like uh, archetypes of like the Greek gods, yep. same kind of thing. Yep. So Eternals is like Marvel's version of that. Absolutely. So they can kind of make. And Justice League is basically the pantheon of of their mythical characters. So like you have Her- Hercules is Superman, and you have uh, you know Athena is like Wonder Woman, and then you got you know Batman is like I don't know some fucking like Ares or something. I don't know, but like so they're all kind of a, like a counterparts to like mythology. So they could kind of make a anti-Justice League out of the Eternals. If they shape it correctly, if they choose the right characters, they can do it. It sounds like what they probably wanted to do with the Inhumans when it was a movie back in the beginning no, years ago. No, but Inhumans, it's, their powers are too defined differently than the Justice League. Like, Black Bolt screams, there's a lady with fucking hair that moves around. Right. It's not as iconic. You can mold these characters into anything because they're godlike, so they're going to have super strength. So it's just super They're going to be able to fly. Yeah. They're going to do things that are like Superman-like. Control the weather and lightning and all that shit. Yeah. And the ground and earthquakes. That's, I don't know, I guess like they can sell me on it. I've, uh, at the moment, I was never really into the internals. But speaking of the Inhumans, something oh, no. that is very exciting to me is that we oh, this lady. possibly may have Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, coming into the MCU. How do we know this? Because of words that came out of Kevin Feige's mouth. Here are the words themselves. You tell oh. me. Yeah. Perfect Would I speak. encourage you to do the Miss Marvel, the Muslim uh, superhero? We're doing Captain Marvel right now. Captain Marvel shooting right now with Brie Larson. Miss Marvel, which is another character in the comic books, the Muslim hero who was inspired by Captain Marvel is definitely uh, sort of in the works. We have plans for that once uh, once we've introduced Captain Marvel to the world. You know, oh, uh, definitely sort of in the works. What does he mean? Great producer speak. Oh, my yeah. God. But he says definitely and then sort of. But you got to think if they're doing Captain Marvel, even though it's in the 90s, you can't really introduce her then because she's a teenage, you know, immigrant Pakistani uh, who grows up in New Jersey. And with a kind of a religious upbringing family, I love this book. One of my favorite books, one of the best new characters Marvel has created in years. It is like reading Spider-Man in the 60s again. It's so exciting that they're doing this. <laughs> it really is, dude. It's like You weren't alive in the 60s. I'm saying when you read early Spider-Man. Okay. The early right. Spider-Man from the 60s. Not in the, I guess uh, not from the 60s. Spider-Man, <laughs> not in the 60s, from the 60s. But from, yeah, that's yeah. what this the 60s book, comics of Spider-Man. Dude, yes. This book does what Marvel does best and it like reflects the world around you and gives you hope and it and inspires you with this Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. So, I don't know. I hope that he just lets something slip and they actually have plans in phase four because like you just said, diverse characters moving forward. Here's a diverse character. I think it's, I mean, it'll happen. Right. Oh yeah. man. That's awesome. Unless the climate completely changes. Yeah. I think it'll happen. The popularity's there. Um, I think they should do it. It'll be fun. I guess. You know, I mean, they got a, they got a nail cap. Miss Marvel doesn't work unless Captain Marvel's a hit. That's true. That's yeah. true. But you can't I, have a character look up to another character and that movie is dog shit. Correct. The only thing that I'm afraid of is that having, okay, they, they, let's say they do uh, they do get fa- Fantastic Four back and now you got Bendy Guy. Yeah. 
Then you got Bendy Girl. Well, and she's then it gets so to be, and then it gets repetitive. She has, she is inhuman, and her powers are embiggening her fist and kind of stretching and getting big and some other things. But they could tweak the powers for the movie. They're, they're, yeah, I think they're going to have to play with the powers because the there's a reason why the stretchy characters in the comics are always kind of a joke, and in the movies they've never looked good. Is because the stretching power is kind of weak. Yeah, it's a com- it's a comedy thing. The only yeah. The, everyone likes Plastic Man because it's funny. They they figured out okay, this is a ridiculous power, it's, so let's make it ridiculous. Silly, right? But with Miss Marvel, I actually feel like all right. The fact that they've been able to write this and actually people like this comic book in spite of it being a stretchy character, like the one of the lamest powers ever. Yeah. Um, that's a testament to the to the writing. Yeah. But I don't know if it's gonna translate. Like, if you're like a little you know, boy or a little girl. And you're like, I want to be, I want to be stretchy. You have Elastigirl girl coming out in the Incredibles. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be like an old thing at this, by the time it comes out. I'm super excited for Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel and Miss Marvel. Obviously growing up as a Pakistani, uh, Muslim, uh, in America, I miss Marvel. It's great. I remember you saying that. Yes. I miss Marvel. You know who else is really excited? Uh, Riz Ahmed, Mindy Kaling, Kumail Nanjani, who all kind of got on Twitter, and they tweeted G. Willow Wilson, who is the writer of Miss Marvel, who is, just for the record, she is a white woman who converted to Islam. She researched the Pakistani family. She translates the Pakistani Urdu stuff uh, perfectly. She nails the whole feel of being in an immigrant family where your brother is kind of more religious than you are and you're trying to sneak around and hang out with boys uh nails it it's so perfect so riz ahmed suggested him and mindy kalen and camilla johnny get involved they want to be a part of it i thought that was a great idea and then here comes the backlash on that this stuff happened so quickly have you been following this at all rugs did you see this no 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 so then the backlash comes back going hey Maybe well, you ask him, not me. Maybe have you been following the backlash? No. Okay, no. I thought so. Because <laughs> I know you're not following backlash. But look, so the backlash being they're like, hey, that's great and all, but maybe you should get Pakistani women to write a movie about a Pakistani woman. And I don't know how I feel about that because I just brought up the fact that the book itself was created and written by a white woman who converted to Islam, was who researched. She's a writer. It's what writers do. They research things. So, well, you know, in this world, you can't do anything unless you're the thing. I guess you can't write we about. We can't any- write about aliens yet anymore because we have to get an alien. You just write. can't be a good writer <laughs> and reach out and try to broaden your horizons and reach no, stuff. We and, don't want to know about other cultures. And try to. You un- have to be Ben Grimm to write about the thing. I gotta be. I have mm. to be a Rocky man to write about a thing. I have to actually be a teenager bitten by. A spider to. <laughs> what if you're Latavarian? Like, and there's no Latavaria. What do you do? Like, how do you write Doctor Doom? <laughs> Damn it! You got to just get like Kim Jong Un to write Doctor Doom because he understands what it's like to be. Yeah. But anyways, I just this fla- this backlash is hilarious. I think this is a boon for inclusion and diversity, and we're gonna get a Muslim superhero in the MCU on the big screen. It's fucking great. Why do you guys have to ruin it? You can never have anything. I mean, the nice. intent is good. Yes. Like the idea is like, look, the idea is if, if somebody writes the book, like the comic book, yeah. and it's become successful because this person wrote it. Yeah. You, and OK, what are you going to do? Try and now find somebody that matches up with that same voice that's going to be able to write it. And just that's kind of like a weird, a weird way to hire people to do stuff like I think it, you have a person who's written it well. Yes. 
we'll, that voice is working. Let's stick with that. Absolutely. Let's, let's, let's get this person involved. Maybe you want to get other people to like, be, let's get advisors, maybe get people to consult. I mean, a good writer is going to do his research. And if they really want to write this, be like, hey, let me go hang out with these people. Let me see how it is and, and get a first person perspective. And then I will craft the words because I'm the writer. That's the fucking job of the writer. Right. Well, I would say, I mean, nothing's going to beat the experience of actually being a Pakistani woman that, you know, in writing this. So yeah, the, the firsthand experience is obviously ideal, but you also have to find someone that can write. Yes. And that can translate this into a good film. So, I mean, it's going to, it's, it's not going to be, I wouldn't say it's extremely difficult, but it's not going to be easy to find that person. So you're, right. you're at the end of the day, you're trying to find the person that's going to best put this, you know, write something that's translatable to the, the medium of film. Exactly. Pick the best person based on talent. That's a lot of boxes to tick off. Like you said, okay, so they got to be a woman. They got to be Pakistani. They got to be a, a screenplay writer. They also got to understand the character. They got to understand gotta... this character. They got to know about superhero movies and, and, and what, what the fans want to understand the so, lore of the character. That what is do you a think, lot of things what, to have. What would you person. rather have? This is the question. Okay. Let's say I'm a Hollywood guy. I'm Marvel. I'm a Marvel guy. I'm Kevin Feige. Oh, hello, right? Kevin. Yes. All right. Now, either I could have two choices. I could get a a whoever it doesn't matter who it is to write the story that's a expert on Miss Marvel that knows Miss Marvel's voice or whatever. Or I got to get somebody who is exactly like Miss Marvel as far as a woman and uh, Muslim, but doesn't know shit or doesn't or has to do research. So, which one do you want to have research on? Do you want to research the the character or do you want to research the universe? Exactly. And you, know, you yes, like, you have to find the person that does both, uh, right? And I look, and I'm saying this as a Pakistani American, like it doesn't have to be a Pakistani woman writing this movie. Just be good, understand the character. What about directing the movie? Well, that that's a whole different thing. Like the director, uh, what which which race do you choose out of the people in the movie to be the director? I mean, come on, does it have to be directed by? Maybe you can find a woman director. That would be cool. Pakistani woman director would be excellent. Are there? Uh, I'm sure there's some out there. Yeah, let's give them a huge franchise. Maybe they. What if they do this? What if they just like make them a director in name only, and the second unit director really does everything? Look, the point is just find <laughs> the person who's good and right for the job. That's all, and I want to see Miss Marvel on the big screen. Look, we're gonna take a quick break. I gotta play some promos at some other podcasts you might want to check out. And we'll be back after the break. After these messages, we'll be right back. Do you like movies? Get busy living or get busy dying. Mr. Anders. Life uh, finds a way. TV? A girl has no name. Soft kitty, warm kitty. You didn't think I'd just disappear, did you? Music? Hello. All my friends are eating steak, it's slow. Girl, run the world, girl. Video games? It's me, Mario. Get over here! Hey, listen! If you love geeking out about your pop culture passions, See Here's the Thing may be the podcast for you. Join me and my co-host Patrick as we dive into a weekly digest of news clips about movies, TV, video games, theater, and more. Special guests, improv games, and terrible celebrity impersonations abound in our weekly episodes published directly on Podomatic. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Google+, and Pinterest. See, here's the thing. 
It's where humor and pop culture collide. Called the Working Man's Nerdist, Tales from the Fandom is a weekly podcast where David talks with a guest about the fandoms that they love. Whether it's classics like Star Trek, Star Wars and Tolkien, or new ones like Game of Thrones or Harry Potter. Anime, books, TV shows, movies, role-playing, video games, cosplay and more are discussed. Each episode is different, based on the guest. No fandom is too big or too small. Subscribe to Tales from the Fandom and join in on the fun. Hi, listener. Thanks for listening. If you've been enjoying the show... And maybe you want some more show. Well, look, there's more show. Jockin' Nerd. To be had, join our fan club, jockinerd.com slash Patreon, and you get access to an exclusive RSS feed with bonus content. Instant reactions. So by the time this goes up, our Deadpool 2 instant reactions should be up there. Mine won't be up. If they aren't, they'll be up very soon afterwards. They will trickle in. We will have them up there. Mine won't be up till next Wednesday at the earliest. Shit, really? All right, well. we all have Vegas. That's true. You are going to Vegas this weekend. Have fun. Be safe. Be responsible, Anthony. I'll try. (laughs) No no uh, promises or anything. Just remember those wise wise (laughs) words as you head into the promised land. But look. Check out. Uh, it was promised. The land was promised. If you sign up this week, you'll get our instant reactions ahead of our review. And you know what, listener? You send in your audio. If you want your quick thoughts, we'll play it on the show. Send in your review of the movie. Spoiler free or spoiler full. It doesn't matter. Uh, also, our $10 tier is that fun tier where everyone gets to pick a movie for us to review. It's also a frontier. It's the frontier, like Frontera Grill. To the frontier. It's the frontier to, to Vegas. the frontier, which is Vegas. So if you sign up for 10 bucks a month on our fan club, you can pick a movie for us to review. Everyone has kind of sent in their review picks. I've got them all in a... We well, haven't reviewed any of them. Wait, we haven't started yet. <laughs> we'll do one a month. <laughs> Look, we got plenty of time. We got to spread this out. Uh, Blake Braden, uh, last to send in his pick, there may be one or two others, but he wrote in saying, Imran Anthony, Rock Boy, I have a great movie picked out to review. This movie is in my top three of all time. I am going with The Crow, 1994, starring Brandon Lee. Talking nerd. Three reasons for this choice. One, even though this version... Straight from the comic, I thought it would be topical with the remake, reboot, with Jason Momoa reportedly moving forward. Number two, this will give Anthony a reason to finally watch this amazing movie. Number three, having just passed Mother's Day, I thought it would be fitting to pick a movie that my mother and I were able to bond over. She is an avid comic reader and collector since the 70s and is a big inspiration as to why I started reading comics in the 90s. Fun, that's awesome. Fun fact, we spent a summer a few years back digitally cataloging her entire collection and ended with 10,000 plus total comics. Oh, shit. 95% of those being various Marvel titles. Is she a hoarder? Absolutely. But the best thing is they weren't just purchased and bagged, but she has taken the time to read and really get to know these characters. So when I say having these Marvel movies has been a dream come true for her, I am not exaggerating. She absolutely loves the show. I introduced it to her a few weeks ago. I am so sorry, uh, Blake's mom. Unfortunately, she does not have any social media pages, but would love it. If you could give her a shout out on your show, 
Her name is Lynn Braden. Shout out. Talking nerd. Fire it hey, up. Lynn Fire Braden. it up. Uh, thank you, Blake Braden, for writing in. Lynn, we, uh, you know, if there's any kind of, if you notice Blake the behavior change, it's not our fault. We, he signed a waiver before he listens to the show. Lynn Braden, what up? What's up, Lynn? Thanks for listening and thanks for taking care of those comic books. That's- yeah, Lynn. Welcome. I, I love that uh, she is a reader and a collector and she's passing it on. Good stuff, Braden family. Look at that. We got two listeners in the Braden family. I'll review The Crow any minute of the day. Right? I, I'm, I love that movie. Blake, here's the fourth reason this is a great pick. Because Mark Bunong also picked The Crow. We got a twofer, people. We can oh, we can do that two. That knocks out both. Yep. There we go. That's, that makes it easy. Yep. Thank you very I still much. I don't know how the hell am I going to see that movie. We'll find a way. All right. Oh, there's a there's a there's way. ways. There's a will. There's a way. What were we going to say, Rux? Uh, I have a copy of it. Don't you have a copy of it in room? I don't have a physical. Maybe I'll have to dust off my DVDs here. We'll find a way for Anthony to see it. And uh, yeah, we should. I'd love to review The Crow. It's a great movie. Be good. Yeah. Be, I haven't watched it in a long time. So that'll be a lot of fun. It's, I watch it uh, every other Halloween. Oh, really? It's your Halloween tradition. Absolutely. Spooky. I like it. All right. Back to the news. Uh, we're going to cover a little bit of TV news. Uh, it's the time of the year when uh, all these shows are heading to their season finale. Uh, this week, tomorrow, actually, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season finale is, will air. And then The Flash and Gotham and Arrow. And uh, some of the shows I'm still watching. I'm still watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm actually really excited for the season finale. It's called The End because at that point, they did not know if they were getting picked up for a sixth season. Well, guess what? They got renewed. <laughs> Wow. For a sixth season, it's also the upfronts. So all the TV renewals are coming in. There is a caveat, though. However, asterisk, it's a 13-episode half season. Mm-hmm. And it won't premiere until the summer of 2019, possibly after Avengers 4. Late summer premiere. But whether this is the last season, I don't know, because they can easily just put it on their streaming service in 2019. I keep it going. So when did the, the last season just ended? When? It will. The season finale is tomorrow, Friday, May 18th. Did this week's episode acknowledge anything in Infinity War? Well, last week, last week, well, they said Thanos, but I have a feeling that it is going to tie in some of the disappearances. Possibly, maybe mm. Coulson is going to die because he's in Captain Marvel before and they, I don't know what's going to happen. They, they, this season has been three pods. The first pod has been out in the future after the Earth has been destroyed by the Destroyer of Worlds that they think is Daisy. The middle pod is called the Destroyer of Worlds where they're, they, they flash back to Earth when the Earth is whole trying to stop it. And then this is the best spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And Glenn Talbot becomes Gravitron. And who Glenn Talbot? Yeah, Glenn Talbot was the general who was oh, helping yeah, him out. Yeah. He kind of goes crazy, has a mental breakdown. They break him. He absorbs all the gravitonium from season one, and he's like the most powerful being kind of in the near universe right now. There's fucking aliens. He is killing people with his gravity powers. Uh, I don't know if we're going to see the Earth crack and turn into what it turned into. Uh, um, and Coulson... Is supposed to die according so wait, to what the prediction. In this week's episode is that tomorrow? Tomorrow is the season finale. It will oh, be. Got it. Yes. So yeah. this is being recorded Thursday, so May eighteenth. Got yep. it. Yep. Holy shit! So Infinity War will probably have. I. They may, I mean, may, do they kill Mac? Do people disappear? I guess so. If they're my point being, if they're renewing this for the sixth season, this is kind of smart to do it 
I mean, summer is actually, first off, summer is a dead month. Right, right. Dead time to release TV shows. But yep. then again, they put this thing on, what, Fridays? Yeah, low risk. And so And it's still yeah. being renewed, so... Um, I can't believe it got I can't, I, I, first I, off, I can't believe yes. it either, but yeah. I think releasing after Avengers 4 is smart because yes. then they don't have to worry about how the films are supposed to tie in. They yep. can just make their story. Everything will kind of have a closure. Rugs, are you caught up on uh, uh, Infinity War? What do you think? I mean, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., what do you think of this season I, so far? I didn't give up on it, but I, to be honest with you, it, it didn't pull me back to uh, to watching it, so... I need like a, a stretch of time where I have nothing else to watch and I'll catch up on it, but I'm about five episodes behind. Listen, I look forward to this every Friday. I will maintain my statement I said in the past. The show has gotten better every season for me. And I like the characters and everything. I just think that it's spinning in its wheels a little bit. I mean, the, having being with these characters this long and to see their arc and all the crazy shit they've gone through. Uh, I'm excited. I can't wait to see where it ends. And then wh- what are they going to do? They didn't know they were going to get a sixth season. Crazy. Another show that's a surprise renewal. Gotham renewed for a fifth and final season by Fox. This, Thank God. this is definitely the final season. <laughs> Thank God. This is also over. check. Dude, this gets crazier. This is also going to be end. 13 episodes long and is said to focus on Bruce actually becoming batman oh shit what the fuck i don't know what they're gonna do i'm also i gotta say i will admit the show is very entertaining and i've also caught up on this show and have kind of been looking forward to it every week because it is a fucking nuts uh alfred give bruce a black car bulletproof car he has a batmobile well, dude, it's crazy. There's an episode that starts with Jerome Velasco looking like the Joker, sitting having dinner with Scarecrow, Firefly, Mister Freeze, the Penguin. They're all like sitting at this like big evil villains dinner, and I'm like, this would be so cool if there was a Batman. Could they do a time jump and save this and give us Batman? If they know this is our last 13 episodes, let's go balls out. Let's make him Batman and go and bring him as an adult. Never happened. Oh, you don't think it's gonna? <laughs> you don't think that's gonna happen? No. Nope. <laughs> Why not? It could. They're Shitting on Imran Ma- continues. <laughs> they're gonna put Mazoo's in the costume, and it's gonna look like dog shit. Little and, David uh, Yeah. They just look. They just did this wrong. It was wrong from the get go. So um, it's it's still an enjoyable show in a weird way because like it's kind of like a big cock tease because they're. They're messing up everything, and it's it, it, it it's all like a premature. Yeah, and this kid is now not supposed to be Batman, so they're gonna make him Batman, and he's gonna be Bat Kid. I mean, I was say- like the age of Robin, he, right? Well, but what if they do a time jump next? They won't, they won't. look. I will say, I if they did. I if they did, like if they did a time jump, right? Yeah, and then they have Batman in it. Yeah. And the guy who they they get to play Batman is awesome, and no, everyone's gonna want to watch that show. Yeah. And then, how is it the last season? <laughs> Are they gonna springboard to a Batman show? I don't think they're gonna do that. They're gonna do some crazy shit if they know this is all we got left. I- how, how did that episode turn out with him wearing the bondage black mask? Oh, they, he still kind of has that suit. He doesn't really oh. wear it too much anymore. That's the last time. That's the last thought he memory kind I have of, of that show. Away. Uh, it is wacky. I will say Cameron Moynihan playing uh, Jerome Velasco. And again, spoiler, if you haven't caught up, a twin brother 
and there's a big like twist, but he's really good at that. I love the guy playing Riddler and Penguin and Marina Bacharin is in it. And uh, she's always good. Uh, I don't know. It's a, <laughs> it's a crazy show that I tell it's a guilty pleasure, but it's very entertaining. How about this rugs? Will you enjoy this? Uh, Epics, which is the MGM owned premium cable network. Epics has handed out a 10 episode straight to series order for a show called Pennyworth. A, dra- a drama oh. set in the Batman universe from nope. Gotham showrunner Brutal Heller. Oh, shit. This will revolve around Alfred Pennyworth, of course, Bruce Wayne's <laughs> butler. It's not a spinoff. It's a new story. It's actually involving Pennywise. Pennywise the clown eating yes. Bruce Wayne. It's a prequel. It's an Alfred origin TV it's a prequel show. prequel to a prequel. Who the no. fuck wants to watch this? If you did a one-shot comic, I'd, I totally would read it, but it's not a one-shot. It's a series, and I'm not interested in a series. You want to see Alfred him Pennyworth. as like a, a, a soldier, a British secret soldier training in the 60s? No. No. <laughs> I don't think they're going to use the same. It's going to be a different guy. No. <laughs> yeah. This is, Why, how come you don't ask me if I'm interested? You, uh, what about you, Anthony? Will you watch... <laughs> Uh, Pennyworth. If you make me watch one Epics. episode, I'll watch it. Okay, one episode. I don't even think I want to watch one episode. This fucking show. Yeah, I, I think it's. A, I think. Okay. I think it's a kind of a lame <laughs> Who idea. Who cares about fucking Alfred Pennyworth's origin? Uh, I don't know. I like. Yeah, I doesn't make any sense. Hey, did the Krypton get uh, canceled yet? Krypton. I don't know. Let's talk about what other shows got renewed as usual. Far for the course. <laughs> I don't know, but moving on. See the all the CW shows got renewed like your flash your arrow your black lightning supergirl but didn't they move supergirl to sunday they're all coming back uh i'm not sure i haven't caught up on this season's uh supergirl at all i heard that they're moving her to sunday they're moving her sunday from monday Lu- yeah. lucifer got canceled so if you were into that show tough luck sorry uh and of course they had to officially cancel the inhumans like they had to say it's canceled like you didn't really even have to uh you could have saved your press release for that one. Uh, but uh, here's something that happened just today at those things we I mentioned, the upfronts, which is where they announce all the new TV stuff. Promo Art and Stephen Amell standing on stage announced for the very first time appearing in the Arrowverse. They will be fighting alongside Batwoman. Oh, shit. In the crossover next season. He's standing in front of this awesome image of arrow supergirl and the flash in the back you see the red bat signal which is uh kate kane also known as batwoman's symbol so wow batwoman uh coming to the arrowverse anthony what do you think good idea you excited for the batwoman man i'm I've been joking about you not asking me things because <laughs> I'm the wrong person. I haven't been watching Arrow. <laughs> that's it. That's true. Well, like uh, this is what DC's kind of doing. They're giving you the female version of the superheroes. Like they have uh, Supergirl, right? Batwoman, Batwoman. We have uh, right. so we have are all of the main guys. And then we have. I wonder if they're gonna have like Wonder Man. Well, yeah, flip it around. <laughs> we can't do Wonder Woman. We'll give. Doesn't you... Wonder Woman have a brother? Uh, Wonder Brother. I don't remember. No, she does. Aries. She does in this. Aries. She does. Well, she in that one version. Yeah, I mean, Batwoman. I don't know much about the character, but no, it's actually a very cool comic yeah. created by Jeff Johns, Grant Morrison, Greg Rucka, Mark Wade. I believe she's lesbian. Two thousand and six has anything to do with anything? But yes, she. Uh, this our incarnation was Bruce Wayne's cousin, Kathy Kane. Kate. Kate. Uh, Kate Kane. Kate. Kate I just Kane. remember buying him. I have a lot of issues of Batwoman because I love the artwork. Oh yeah. 
It's amazing. I've album. never read any of the Batwoman, but the fact that they're actually going to add Gotham into the Arrowverse, uh, I don't. I they. I don't know if they've ever. They may have mentioned Gotham once or twice, like on Arrow. But wow, that's crazy. Just give us Batman. Just fucking kill Gotham and put Batman on the CW Arrowverse. This won't be confusing. I don't, I don't at think all. they can do a bat. I don't think they'll do a no, Batman TV they need show. To do a, if they're going to do a Batman show, they have to do it on the level of. See, Gotham pretty much ruined a Batman show. Yeah, a little bit. A little <laughs> it bit. It did. Yep, That's why yep, I hate Gotham. Yep, yep. Because they did Gotham. They should have just done a Batman show. And now, like, we already just saw the, all these origins and things happening and all of these characters. And now you got to see them again. It's like, fuck this. Dude, that show is so wacky. So there was I forget, there was an article that meant, explained why they couldn't actually name the guy the Joker, right? It's just Jerome Velasco, brother Jeremiah, lots of J's. But there are scenes of this where he looks exactly like the Joker from 89 Batman. He's got like the hat and the dark suit and it's on a street. It looks like a Tim Burton movie. And I'm like, this is not the Joker. What are you doing? They're just going having fun with these things. Yeah, but I don't understand how you're going to. I don't know. They're gonna make, you can't do a Batman show now. No. And if they're going to make him Batman in that in that last season, they really they've ruined it. Just like Zack Snyder has ruined any chance of a good like Dark Knight Returns actual live action. Yeah. Adaptation. Last thing in TV news, uh, I just wanted to mention how much Cobra Kai is crushing it. Uh, it's outperforming shows on Netflix and Hulu. There is a free trial. I finished the series. Holy shit, is oh, it good? Shit. It's so good. Like, it just brought me back to fucking 1984 to watching The Karate Kid. The second half it of it. It shouldn't have worked. No, it's, but it's. But it did. It's so perfect. Like, the tone is perfect. The second half brings back the All Valley Karate Championship, which has still been going on for 50 years. And there's just one moment where Danny shows up to the, 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 the tournament and there's a vertical banner in front of him. And it's a picture of him in the crane kick from the, the movie. And you're like, wow, that's just, that's so great to see that. And the whole twist of relationships, it ends great. And they set it up for a nice. Second season, which it is getting. Yeah, the, my biggest takeaway from that is that, uh, and I think I tweeted it. I was like, "That's how you do something uh, that it, that is an offshoot of something else." Like you were. That's how you continue a legacy. That's like, the thing. It's not a reboot. It's not a sequel. It's no, just a continuation. Yeah, it's like you don't have to step on everything and and fuck shit up in order to do. You don't have to like take Ghostbusters and revamp it. You could just take because you want to make money up. You could get the original people and then kind of build new characters and then hand and that's the legacy. And that's exactly what they did with their kids um, taking the legacy. And you really get invested in their kids and you want to see what happens next season. Anthony, I highly get the free trial of the yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I know. Right? I've I've heard a lot about this show and it, a lot of really good reviews. So holy shit, maybe. yeah, it's good shit. Someone else was like uh, William Zabka who plays. Johnny, the bully. They're like, William Zopka should play Guy Gardner Green Lantern. I think he'd be pretty good. That's not a bad pick for him. Make him, because he's such a fucking asshole. about this Tom Cruise Green Lantern thing? He's, well, this has been a rumor for a long time. What's the latest, Drugs? What happened now? No, I've just been seeing a lot of uh, Twitter memes with Tom Cruise's Green Lantern for some reason. That's been a rumor for a while. I hope that doesn't happen. Tom Cruise as Green Lantern? Yeah, Hal Jordan. Oh, God. No, that can't be real. Uh, no, he's too old. Sorry, Tom. And too short. You mean he can wear lifts. Plus, stick I mean, to your... Kind of, his, his career the Mission after Impossible that Mummy movie looks is, good. is not looking good. This, he was always wanted to be a superhero. He just never did it. Yeah, I wonder... Too short. 
I wonder who he would he would want to play. I guess Mission Impossible would probably be a hit in Hill. He wanted the Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, he did. He yeah. At one point, he could if they were doing it in the in the eighties, they could, he could have been the Iron Man. This new Mission yeah. Impossible, the, the, it looks fucking sick. Uh, there's a new trailer I watched. It was, looked really cool. I was like, wow, that's that looks exciting. I will watch this. Those movies are always a good uh, little action flick. They're not like to be taken that seriously. There's a lot of fucking contrived action that it's impossible that you're like, what the, how do they fucking do this? this I, I, I kind of want to see Henry Cavill beat the shit out of uh, Tom Cruise also. Yeah. It seems like that's what you're going to get. Looks like a brutal beat down. Uh, quick Stanley update, everybody. Things are getting weirder. Continue to get weird for the Stanley. Uh, if you check his Twitter account, which is at the real Stanley, uh, you know, most of the stuff, that he was tweeting was like links to articles uh, with the headline and a link to the article definitely looks like, you know, a social media manager or, or a program that he had uh, set up. And then suddenly like May 12th, a tweet from the real Stan Lee, who is your favorite character in the new Avengers movie? Then following that today was the first day I ever did a tweet myself before today. My account was done by others. I still don't have control of my Facebook. Someone else is doing it. Not me. All these weird tweets, he said, his Facebook and Instagram are are hijacked. Uh, can you guys help me get it back? And then a video message from the man himself. I was really uh, grateful. Do you think this is legit? Though? I don't know. Listen to what he says here. I don't know no, what's I've going on. To it. Yeah, here, like let's have the listener listen, and we'll talk about what's going on. Hey, true believers, I just want to tell you I love your comments on Twitter. I. I- don't know how much I've been missing now that I see them. And I just want you to know I appreciate everything you say and do. I love you all, and let's keep up this great relationship. Excelsior. Hey, I love how he goes, Twitter. I'll see you on Twitter. I love how he says Twitter. That's why I'll see you on the Twitter, everybody. <laughs> Excelsior. Now, look, my first instinct was like, whoa, is it now hacked? And the guy hacking it saying it got hacked. Uh, Anthony, what what do you think about this? Do you think this is actually him now? Him tweeting? Yeah. No. <sighs> uh, who knows? Probably maybe he's not. tweeting through someone, but maybe someone like figured out like, hey, Stan Lee, you can uh, tweet. And this is what happens. And they explained it to him. It's his buddy. And he's like, oh, I can do this. I can use the Twitter. Yeah. But on Twitter, he's like, how do I post the video? I want to answer your questions. Uh, and uh, his buddy Kia Morgan uh, may be helping him. So then very quickly, right after all that, just a few days ago, uh, headline comes out. Stanley files one billion dollar lawsuit against Powell Entertainment. Oh, shit. Which he is alleging those are the people that were controlling his social media. Stanley has filed suit against Powell, a company he's been associated since the early OOs. 2000s, uh, alleging that a company forged or otherwise fraudulently obtained exclusive rights to Lee's name, image, and likeness, and is seeking a billion dollars in damages. Powell Entertainment releases a thing saying this is preposterous. We don't have a million dollars. First of all, we don't have <laughs> that, that amount is a little bit like a Dr. Evil amount. I want one yeah. billion dollars. Yeah. So this. When's the last time Powell <laughs> Entertainment was in, was in vogue? 
<laughs> Not for a long time. What's POW Entertainment? This, yeah, exactly. So this is the company he made after he left Marvel. It's called Stan Lee's POW Entertainment. And I think he's tried to launch like cartoons or original comic books. And they, they're they the ones I think will also take uh, manage his events and his showings. And uh, <laughs> so it's very confusing. I'm looking at their Wikipedia. Yeah. And like oh, Their revenue is like... Everything is like red arrow down. Oh no! Like they're losing like money. Down. They're losing net everything. <laughs> Their equity's down. He just wants his Facebook back. Just give him back his. He Facebook. said he didn't sign. He didn't know what he was signing. He couldn't. He didn't see it. He's he's actually legally blind from advanced macular degeneration. Normally, his documents read to him. But he's saying nobody read these to him now. Maybe he forgot. Maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe somebody's telling him to say this. I don't know what the fuck's going on. The Stanley situation gets weird and weird. I, I hope he's okay. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it's. But I'm gonna tweet him. Shit, everyone, tweet him your support it. at the real Stanley if it's really here. Okay, if it, I mean he's not reading your tweets. No, I, someone's I, reading it yeah. to him. Well, they're screen readers and accessibility things. He's like Alexa, <laughs> play me my tweets. Alexa, read the last five tweets from Twitter. <laughs> no, he's yeah. just like, hey, hey, Twitter, read me my last message. Order me a ham sandwich from Slotsky's. Has anybody seen my reading my tweets? <laughs> Anyone seen my checkbook? Jack Kirby, you (laughs) son of a bitch. Uh, Okay, last bit of news. It's actually jock news, everyone. Oh, shit. Surprise, surprise. I want to get Anthony's uh, thoughts on something the Supreme Court did earlier. The Supreme Court cleared the way Monday for states coast to coast to legalize betting on sports. Oh, shit. Breaking a longtime ban and creating a potential financial boon for states and the gambling industry. The first bets could be placed within weeks. Despite opposition from major sports leagues and the Trump administration, the high court struck down a federal law that had barred betting on football, basketball, baseball, and other sports in most states. States that want to take advantage of the ruling will now have to pass legislation to allow sports books to open. Guess who has a head start? The state that brought the courts to the Supreme Court. Guess who it is, uh, Ruggs? I don't know. New Jersey. <laughs> oh, New Jersey is the one that brought this to the Supreme Court's attention. So it's got to be an East Coast. Holy shit, Anthony, what does this mean? Does this mean we'll be able to go to like a sporting event and in the concourse you can legally place a bet on the outcome of the game? Uh, I don't know if it'll go that far. So I talked to a few people. Uh, There's still a lot of stuff that I'd need to read to be really versed on this. But I talked to a few people. Apparently, if you're living in the state, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're in the state, you can't bet on those teams that are in the state. Oh, but uh, any other state you can yeah. bet. Oh. But you can bet on other teams from other states. Oh. So like you couldn't be like living in Illinois and bet on the Bulls. That I I, I think I, I, I mean, don't, I'm not 100 percent sure. What's logic on that. there? I think it makes sense. The, the logic there is that it's just so that I mean, there's people aren't fixing the games and being like like there isn't like people calling the players and be like if you if everyone bet in Illinois like the, the theoretically if someone was playing in Illinois they'd have access to people like these bookies or whatever that are living in Illinois and telling them, Hey, throw this game, throw that game. It's basically to like counteract players, you know, now not, not actually giving it all. If I'm wrong, that there's already betting in Las Vegas, right? Vegas is the only state you can bet on sports on sports. So this is going to take a lot of, uh, a lot of juice away from Vegas, possibly. 
Yeah, it could hurt Vegas. So yeah. Vegas probably so uh, doesn't like this. What do you think the sports? But I think I mean this is you. So to answer your question, yeah. though, I mean if this it's pretty big. Each state is going to have their own vote on this right. stuff. I mean, there's still a lot of stuff that's going to get in the way, but um, I mean this is huge. You know, every every you, most people that bet bet either in Vegas or they bet online through their apps illegally overseas, right? Or not legally, but legally overseas. They're not betting here. Um, they're just using their phone. So, I mean, if theoretically, I mean, you could, it could be a thing where you just go to, you know, the, sh- the street corner and there's a store and you place your bet on your sports and like you're, OTB, you keep going about like your OTB day. Yeah. Places. yeah. I mean, so I mean, Man. to be able to legalize betting across the country, I mean, that's, that's going to change everything. I mean, all the leagues are going to be, all the leagues are going to either going to be like, look, they're going to look at this, like either they're going to make a ton of money but then they're also going to be worried as fuck that the integrity of their games are going to be compromised. I was wondering what the sports leagues uh, were feeling, whether this will... Well, the NBA and Major League Baseball have like full steam ahead. Like, let's, oh, they're, let's, they're all let's in. do okay, this okay, because we okay. can make money off of this. Okay. Like, I think I read the NBA is like, we want 1% of every bet that's placed on our sports well, and our games. The, look, American Gaming Association, it says in this article, uh, that uh, according to them, Americans wager about $150 billion on sports each year illegally. Think of like the revenue off of that that you could actually get and use like that. That this is huge. Now to me, this is like that, that you know, our country is so weird. It's one of those vice things like gambling, marijuana. Prostitution should all be legalized, should be regulated. I was about to say that. And tax. Why, rugs? Why do you think the vice thing should just be legal? It'll remove all the crime and uh, the taboo from no, all this shit. I was just thinking, okay, now this is legal. What other illegal thing can they make legal? <laughs> well, and I was so like, well, we, the next logical right, step with is prostitution. prostitution. We've gotten marijuana that's still going around. It's go, it's going to be nationwide. This breaks down the gambling. It's huge for that. The next thing is let's legalize prostitution because in that case, you have these street workers who are actually suffering. They are being abused, mistreated, uh, used. They don't have any protections. Let them have protection. Stop the trafficking, but get the workers some fucking protection. <laughs> there, right. I'm off my soapbox. Uh, well, I, do you- I mean, it's always been kind of absurd to me yeah. that Nevada has this like pass on everything. Right. And you can do everything, Why but can- anywhere else you can't. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I, I, sports betting... I don't know. I think, I mean, I've always, I've not, I'm not a huge gambler, yeah. but I don't see why it should be illegal to bet on sports in your home state. So like, in, if that's what you want to do with yeah, your money, that's, again, the only, I mean, the only, the only worry is, you know, the integrity of the game is it, if this became such a, a big thing, I mean, it is a big thing, but if it became even bigger that, you know, the athletes were now throwing games, I mean, that would suck. That'd also be bad. gambling is see, super addictive to some. I always figure that the reason why everything's legal in Las Vegas is because it's so fucking hot there. <laughs> Let him do whatever it's they like, want. All right, listen. No it's insane. fucking hot. All right? You'll burn your balls. Dude, in Vegas, you could be fighting an MMA fight while you're betting on a game and fucking a horse and smoking a joint, and it's completely legal. Well, you know why a lot of that stuff got legal or in Vegas or why it originated in Vegas is because when they were building the Hoover Dam... They had an influx of people that came in, like 25,000 men. Workers. Workers, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mostly men that had nothing better to do. So then the mob came in and was like, well, we can make money off these guys by giving them things to gamble on and drinking and prostitution. Like They were catering to the the influx of men that were in a desert. And somehow they got it all legal just in the state. Right. You know, after all that time. But Vegas, though, is funny because 
the state of Nevada, it, it is legal. It's legal to have prostitution everywhere except in Las Vegas. Right, right. And that's which is it that th- is doesn't illegal. make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Does it make any sense? Also, do you know the other? Yeah, this is huge. I mean, we'll see the, what happens. Yeah, this is, big. this is great. Thanks to David Zika actually for posting this to the Facebook group. Oh, you wouldn't have known about this otherwise. No, I wouldn't. I oh. thought this is. I mean, this is a huge thing for gambling. Uh, it's just gonna. I thought they would just be like slot machines everywhere. Is what? But then I read it more carefully. Has no, I mean, you, gambling is still yeah. restricted. Yeah. I mean, you can't just set up a casino anywhere right now. No, you have to have some kind of license yeah. and shit. The vice rules are weird. I think I've said this on the show before. Do you know that if you hire, let's say you get a prostitute, you're paying someone to have money, that's illegal, right? But the minute you put a camera in the room filming you, you are now making a pornographic film totally legal. Oh, shit. No problem. There's your loophole. So the next time you want to get a prostitute, just fucking set up your iPhone and film it. And there's your loophole. You won't get busted. Tell them you heard it right here on the Jock and Thought about this a lot. Many times. <laughs> okay, moving on to the next segment. Since it was kind of a slow news week, I thought we could uh, enlighten the listener on the latest dumb shit on the internet. Yeah. Right. The latest memes. Rugs, you uh, brought to our attention a certain meme floating around earlier this week. Why, yeah. why don't you introduce this one? Well, uh, this is the woman who called the cops oh, on God. people barbecuing. So yes. this white woman wearing sunglasses who kind of looks like Steven Seagal. A little bit, um, yes. <laughs> she does. She looks That's like right. Steven Seagal, absolutely. Um, she sees this black family barbecuing. And she gets a bug up her ass because uh, they're using charcoal and that's not allowed. So she calls the cops. And the best part is then another like then a white woman who's like kind of like hippie ish, like an old lady starts filming her. Yes. And like antagonizing her and calling her a racist. And then when the cops finally get there, the woman who's been waiting for hours, like calling the cops on these people for just having a fucking barbecue starts crying. This woman has been harassing me. Oh my God. I'm like the ultimate bullshit. And it's so anyway, people started making memes like immediately. Like the memes are hilarious. So basically anytime there's black people doing anything, she's calling the cops. So her her name is Susan Harris. uh, I'll put a link to the first of all, there's a 24 minute video where you can watch the whole thing. I watched 70% of it. I watched the beginning and the end and I'm like, bitch, why are you crying? There's no reason you should be crying. A lot of it, too, is the reason why this lady comes up and starts recording, not only because it's kind of absurd to get mad about the charcoal is a Apparently, when before she was filming, that lady was quite nasty with those black people. Oh, really? And then once she got her on film, the lady like kind of calmed came down up and, so, yeah. Yeah, and she, kind of started putting on an act for the camera. Yes. Yeah. And so she, and she came. I, like, I mean, it is. I mean, I think I think she might. I don't. I didn't look up the fucking law. Yeah. I think she might have been right that you can't use a fucking charcoal but grill there. But, but, it, but it's like grilling areas. But it's it's so like menial. <laughs> what are you gonna be a? Like a, like a petty asshole. Look, right, this right. dumb bitch just came up with that because she didn't want to tell people she's racist. Well, she starts crying by the end because that lady just won't get out of her face. Oh, my and God. And he's literally, like, walking with her down the she's, street. And yeah. apparently she had been waiting for two hours. And she now was, so clearly and the she was cops didn't give a shit thre- either. Felt threatened. The cops were like, oh, this fucking lady. Let's just put no, her on No home. charges were filed on anybody. No, because they were just barbecuing. Nobody was doing anything. But yeah. she, like, breaks down. Like, she's been, she's like, she harassed me. I mean, this fucking lady turns on the water it's an amazing performance. Check out the video. But the memes that it has instigated, for example, here's a picture of Martin Luther King at uh, his I Have a Dream speech. And ooh, what's that? There's Susan. 
going, hello, officers, it's me, Susan. I'd like to report a disturbance in Washington, D.C. There's some black man talking about his dreams, and I don't feel safe. <laughs> which is a, I don't feel safe. Uh, which is a great one. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a really good one. They put her in the back of uh, Wakanda in Black Panther. Where you, you, he's getting you ready. gotta see, you gotta you gotta see, see But some of, the, some of these just make me laugh out loud. Like she's on the bus with Rosa Parks. <laughs> she's calling the cops on Rosa Parks. Uh, on this kind of note, though, I was on Facebook today. <laughs> Very rarely on Facebook. But there's like this now this um, Facebook page where they post. It's very liberal, um, but they'll post videos and stuff. Uh, and they posted this this black guy who's like a he's an inspector, so he's inspecting a home. Yeah. And he, this black guy is like recording how this he goes to this home to inspect the house, and he has like pop permits and contracts to do it. And this lady's just berating him. <laughs> Got to get out of our neighborhood. Oh shit! How you do it? Calls the cops on him. Oh shit! Um, but this is one of those situations where the cops are like, they get there and they're and they're like. What the fuck, basically? And they're like to the lady, um, yeah, he can expect all of this. Like, if you keep harassing him, you're gonna go to jail. And then she's all like, she's all like, okay, then do it. Hurry up, do it quick, and get out of here. And they're like, the cops are like, he can take as long as he wants, ma'am. He can expect this house as long as he wants. He's doing everything legally. Don't tell him to hurry up. If you harass him more, you're going to jail. There like, you go. What nice. the fuck? Well, first of all, you're not even supposed to be at home when there's a fucking house inspector. No, no, she's a neighbor. Oh, she's the neighbor. She's oh, the neighbor. God. So she just saw a black guy in the neighborhood going to his house and thought it was suspicious. But it's clearly because yeah, he's and, fucking and black. And there's a rise of these stories of like I. Of I well, yeah. Well, these I think these things always exist is because it's racist people, yeah. and they do racist things. But now that we know about that in the world now where everything is news and people can record things and stuff. Like you got the guy, there's a woman who called or somebody called the, uh, the cops on Airbnb people who were like legally using the Airbnb. Right. They're like, right. Why, yep. why are these black people yep. here? Same thing with the Starbucks incident. I read another incident where a guy was like uh, with a stroller with his baby and this jogger running by called the police. She said she thought he was suspicious. The guy's got a baby in a stroller. He's walking through the park in the morning for well, fuck's there's sake. One story. I got one story from personally. So I was with my aunt as a little kid and we, it was in Chicago and there's like backyards or whatever. And we were coming in through the backyard. I was maybe like eight or nine years old. My aunt's a white lady. And we look over and there's this like Hispanic dude, like hanging out, chilling in the yard, like looking at shit. Okay. Never seen Like no one knows. We didn't know who the fuck he was <laughs> okay. or anything. Yeah. Dogs like for the other neighbors, dogs are barking at him. He's just hanging out there, like looking at, looking at something. So my aunt, Calls the cops. <laughs> uh, okay. Very similar situation. Oh, I, I don't know if she thought like, I don't know if it was like a racial thing. I don't think it was like, I think it was just like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. And it ended up being, he was a, a meter, like a comment meter guy. Oh he was trying God, to read the fucking he's meter. reading the meter. But I mean, so I can kind of sympathize with like, if you don't know somebody and they're in your neighbor's yard, like you're like, what the fuck? Well, they've um, made us scared of everything, really. Right. But, but, you know, but like the, the over the top reactions after. It's, 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 uh, that's hilarious. No, when you find out you're wrong, you should be like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'm a yeah, dick. Yeah. Just admit it. And that, instead of saying, yeah. oh, they, but they have charcoal grill. Look, all I know. <laughs> that, yeah, that lady is real. I mean, the, the, the Steven Seagal lady is. Racist Susan. Steven Seagal lady. I'll tell, you all, I'll tell you one thing. All I know is like, as long as it's taking the heat off the fucking Muslims called terrorists, you know what? It's good. 
We get to breathe. We can take a breather <laughs> a little bit. No one's looking at people. As long with as it's beards. not us. If it's yeah. them, it's okay. It's fine. Everyone, you asshole. everyone with the biggest Islamic beard can kind of relax. Happy Ramadan <laughs> to you. Shut up. You're white. Ramadan has started. I'm such a a, a, a phony Pakistani. You're not even, even. Yeah, you're not even. Ramadan started. Do you even do you Ramadan? Fasting? No. Fuck no. I'm not doing Dick. that. <laughs> I will say happy don't, Ramadan. Don't speak and, for the Muslim and, people no, that I'm, don't participate in Ramadan. I, I'm not. <laughs> I don't think any Muslim that's participating in Ramadan would be listening to this show. Clearly, you found the wrong show. <laughs> you're like, show. great. They're not talking about the Muslim people as if you speak for God, them. I'm, I'm such a poser Pakistani Muslim. Yeah, you're the it's worst. not man. even funny. Like, I should be, uh, I should be, I'm white on the outside, and I guess I'm not brown on the inside. I'm also white. Happy Ramadan. Uh, wait till the sun goes down. Okay, next uh, fucking internet Wait meme. till the sun goes down. Yeah, you got to wait till the sun goes down. Then you can, right. then you can eat and, and dance. Well, not dance. Drink. Not you'd like to dance. I like to dance. You took off your clothes and danced naked one time in a music uh, video. I, well, it was a movie. Movie. There. Yeah, you go. it was a student. It wasn't film. dancing. It wasn't dancing. No. This is. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Oh he, boy. <laughs> he, he took. It was the last day of school, right? It's the last day of in school. In the movie, yes, it was the last day of school. Okay, and there's a fight that breaks out, and Imran takes off all of his clothes and like runs into a classroom and says. But I naked. Before that, naked. I was walking by a bank of uh, phone booths with people, and the bell rang, and I thought the the day was over, and I get really excited. I take off all my clothes, yeah, and then to be only to be informed by the character behind me, he goes, "Dude, it's only lunch." And like I look down, and all my clothes are gone, and I walk off camera. That is a scene that exists somewhere on film of me completely are you as naked. Bad as you are now, no. Okay. I was a skinny crackhead Imran maybe I don't know All right. I, I can't remember was it your, was still what color distur- was your it was, body I was it definitely was disturbing. I was definitely more brown than I was now so you had brown so it looked yeah. like when I took my clothes off it looked <laughs> like a pinto pony or a milk cow <laughs> from a Wisconsin farm if you could imagine or one of those cute little beagles that's like brown and white and spots look spots on an animal cute spots on a human not so cute yeah some reason I don't it's, know why that is it disturbing like, because like I he had he had the atlas painted on <laughs> yeah you could kind of look like it's a disturbing map. because I'm not I've not uh, it's not something you see every it was day. a topographic map of South America on my yeah. body. Oh, God. Ooh, it's quite an image. If anybody, what color was your penis? It was both. It was striped. I've done this joke. My penis, you know, like those jello <laughs> pudding. Like candy cane. You know, like those jello pudding <laughs> snacks that are like chocolate, vanilla, and chocolate. You know, like the jello snack pack. Yeah. It's like a hairy snack pack. Oh, shit. That's oh. what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Oh, the only thing changing <laughs> colors is my facial hair. I'm laughing because I seen it. That's all. It's funny because it's I true. remember it. Okay, can we get to this right. next dumb meme? That, no, that is, we can stay on this for an we hour. We could stay on this. For <laughs> oh, no, let's go. Let's go. We'll talk about naked cow. Let's body. talk about Matt Miller. No, not Matt Miller. I want to talk about this dumb audio viral thing that was really hot and viral for like a day, oh. and now everyone is sick of it. We yeah, will. By the time we're talking about it, when the show releases, this will be done. We're not going to document it for future generations that this thing happened. Yanni or Laurel? Question mark. Of course, I'm talking about the latest internet. I got bro science on this. Oh, okay. So here's the deal, Ruggs. Uh, the, there is a clip and there's a disagreement on this audio clip on what this person is saying. The New York Times, in, with all their money and journalistic uh, efforts, have made a, an amazing player for this where you can slide the pitch. So we're just going to start here. I'm going to play this clip. You tell me. You guys tell me what, what does this guy say? 
I think I heard a dog. Yeah, that was a dog. Is that what the? No. <laughs> no. That's a dog barking. That's not what the clip is. Here, oh. <laughs> here is Laurel. Laurel. All right. Laurel. Laurel. Okay, Rugs, what is he saying there? Yeri. Wow, you hear. Oh, shit. You hear Yeri. I also hear Laurel, but like I, I hear them both. Oh, right away, I heard Laurel. What did you hear first, Anthony? I heard Laurel every time there. And the reason you hear Laurel is because this was a clip from like dictionary.com, the pronunciation for the word Laurel. So he's saying Laurel. However, I was walking by an office of a coworker and she was playing it on her phone. And from a distance where I didn't hear the bass, I just kind of heard the high end frequencies. I fucking heard Yanni. Oh, I was shit. like, wait a minute. Now I'm hearing Yammy. And as I walked closer and the sound kind of filled out, I heard Laurel. So, for example, here is that same clip pitched up 40%. Ruggs, you tell me what you hear. Laurel. Laurel. What do you hear there? I hear Laurel. Okay. Same clip pitched down 30%. Oh. Yeary. Yeary. What do you hear there? Yeary. Yeah. Yeah. Yanny. Okay. What's the bro science on this, Anthony? I feel like oh, wait, it's, this is like- it's both things. Uh, this kind of like disproves what I was saying, but I thought I re- so I read something or I I watched a video on YouTube from this like neuroscientist, and basically there's a couple of things going on here. Um, first off, the 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 clip is distorted already. Okay, sure. So that's going to have an effect on what you hear. It sounds like a, it might have been a recording of a recording. Ah, so okay, somebody recorded it on their phone, probably now, off the this. Computer. What you said, kind of. This proves what I'm saying, so I'm kind of like confused now <laughs> okay. about what I'm about to say. Okay. Um, but Yanny is a higher pitch. Yes. So when it when it's a higher, so when you're hearing things at a higher frequency, yeah. you'll hear Yanny. Yeah. When you're hearing things at a lower frequency, you're supposed to hear lower, hear lower, 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 lower. When you hear the Yan- full sound, Yanny. Yeah. Like those are higher. The Yanny is different. It's a higher frequency, a higher pitch, or a higher frequency. Sorry. Um. So it really depends on what kind of device you're hearing it through because different devices distort frequencies at different levels. Also, there's a lot of science behind the fact that women can hear um, higher frequencies a little better than men. Oh, they hear yeah. men hear lower frequencies. Men so a lot of times Laurel. it's, it's common that men will hear Laurel and women will hear Yanny. Um, there's also the, the fact that not only of it being a distorted sound, but what you're hearing it through, but also could be the fact that, as you um, damage your hearing, you're not able to hear a higher frequency as well. So if you've been to a lot of concerts or if you yep. you know if you played in a band or if you go to a lot of clubs, you might not hear Yanny as well as you hear Laurel. So for me, this kind of makes sense. I'm a man. So I'm hearing uh-huh. Laurel, I'm hearing the lower frequency of Laurel. I've been to a lot of fucking concerts. That's gonna fuck up your high so, frequencies. Like when you're when you were playing with the frequencies, yeah. run, I'm hearing yeah. Laurel more way more often than I'm ever hearing Yanny. Like, yeah. yeah. You had to really pl- Put it to the other end oh, of the yes, spectrum for yes. me to even hear you. Me Yanny. too. And I heard both. But like you just said, everyone has a little bit of hearing damage. Even if you think you don't, you right. do. Everybody has a little bit. And well, apparently, with- go ahead. I was going to say one more thing. The 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 exact clip is distorted almost at the, the perfect level where you can hear both. Like the, ah. the frequencies are like yeah. high and low. The, one, in, the, the in surprising it. thing was I was in my office with five people, six people played the same clip. Half of us said Laurel, half of us said Danny sitting next, standing next to each other. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Amongst my friends, it's the same thing. What were you going to say, Ruggs? 
I was just going to say that when you look at a sound wave and you can punch up different parts of the sound. So basically when you have it, so the mid spikes, it sounds like Yanny. Right. So when it spikes up during the A part of the word, it sounds like Yanny because the L's get buried. Mm. It's amazing how you get a yeah and a law law. Uh, at the same time, just based on the where the pitch is, where the frequency is. Yeah, because it's kind of like a yarrow. Yeah. Yarrow. I read that. I don't know if this is true, but I also read online that the reason this originated is because, you, like you said, it was dictionary.com. Apparently, someone was they, a teacher was playing it in class. Yeah. And the class started arguing with one another because some people heard Laurel right. and some people heard Yanny. And it was supposed to be Laurel, but some people were adamant that they had heard Yanny. So one of the students then just put it on the internet. This is just like that whole then that student uh, stabbed symbiote. the other stim- student. Yeah, symbiote. symbiote. Like this just happens. Symbiote. We just, this is, yeah, symbiote. it's Laurel, you symbiote. bastard! And then a big fight breaks out. They just Laurel. I mean, this is your Laurel. today's uh, version of black and gold, or or white and gold, yeah, and black the, and blue dress. So the answer is it's Laurel, but it's also both. Is the answer, which is very confusing. It's supposed to be Laurel. It's supposed to be Laurel, but definitely... Yanny's not a fucking name. Yanny's not a word. To, to, to be fair, <laughs> Laurel is actual word of the things there. Yanny is that guy, that Greek guy who plays the piano. Isn't that Yanny? Yanny? Yeah, Yanny. he played the Acropolis. He played at the Acropolis. Huge concert. Yanny. Yanny. I can imagine Laurel. a Jewish guy being Yanny. Yanny or Laurel sounds like a Jewish law firm. Oh, that's for sure. But there, there's your... Bro science. I'm not sure if that's right. I like it. That was crazy. That fucked me up for about a day. And then I totally was over it. And everyone will forget about it uh, by tomorrow. No, someone played Yanny for me. And I I heard Yanny. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, what the fuck? I don't get it. Because it's not Yanny. There is one more thing, too, that that the guy talks about. He mentioned that exact thing. He's like, if you you have a expectation for what you're supposed to hear, yeah, that will yeah. distort it too. I had that same thing. It's like once I heard the Yanny, I kept hearing the Yanny. Right. But then I kept saying Laurel to myself and then it kind of flipped back. It was really weird because I did hear both of them. Yeah. Ugh, that fucked me up. What you? It makes you wonder what people are hearing every day. When no, my, speak I, maybe this other. is why people like rap music that I don't like. Maybe they're hearing something different than I Dude, like, my, I, don't I know my hearing's fucking damaged because I spent years in a band playing. Maybe that shit really is good and I don't know. We just don't can't know. hear the frequencies. Also, uh, and so by... So you mean Little Xan is really a genius? Dude, I would crank up my amp and play way too loud. Also, have you guys heard of the Brown Note, the uh, infamous urban legend? Oh, I, I make that note every time I take a shit. What's the Brown Note, Ruggs? It, it, it's it's a note that makes you shit yourself. Yeah, it's a note that's so low that it instantly makes you shit your pants. Oh shit! Is that a real thing? I don't know. It's been like an urban myth. It's real for me. Like, uh, also, stories of the military using it, you know, as a weapon. That was part of. They used it in an episode of the League where everyone was at a. There was a brown note. At a, yeah, like at a ball, and then they they played a note at a really low note, and everyone started shitting their pants. I don't know if it's a real note, but that would be one hell of a ball game to go to. Let me tell you. All right, <laughs> mailbag to wrap up the show. Guess what we got more speak pipe from? Guess who? If you listen, Matt Miller. Yes, if you listened to last episode, Matt Miller sent us a lovely series of speak pipes, suggested the Marvel versus DC fight, which we had a lot of fun going through that segment. Well, let's find out what Matt thought, all right? I'm not going to tell you how many he sent, but I am going to play all of them. Hang in there. Here we go. Here's the first one. All of them, dude? Yes. Oh, my God. What's up, fellas? This is Matt here, Matty J. Per Imran's request, this is 
part one of a 12-part epilogue. I will be starting on the Jock and Nerd podcast. Oh, shit. Uh, detailing my life, tragedies, accomplishments, and goals for the future. Let's begin. It's a magical journey about to happen. Hold my hand as we go on it together. All right, Maddie, you got me. Strap in. Here we go. Let's, he doesn't have me. It's- it all began hmm. on the 17th day of the second month huh. in 1990. My father, my mother, made me. I love it. Where does it go from there, man? Hey, guys. Seriously, thanks so much for doing my idea that I sent in, the DC versus Marvel matchups. That was awesome. Um, 5, 13, 18 changed my life forever. <laughs> I was officially on the Jock and Nerd podcast. Those recordings were awesome to listen to again. I uh, got a couple things to say real quick. Um, Imran, I love how every time you come up with a stupid idea, Anthony immediately shits all over it. It's great. Very cynical. That they one. are stupid ideas. Uh, rug boy, since you didn't have a question for me, I have a question for you. Ooh. Do you bleed? <laughs> Do you get it? That's from Justice League. Uh, speaking of Justice League, Batman is a bitch, Anthony. I don't understand oh, why snap. people like him. He has no powers. And he would get killed in real life in like a second. So that's in real life. Stupid. People have powers. Uh, <laughs> I got another idea for you guys. You guys should do like a quiz show where you match up Anthony versus Imran or Imran versus rug boy and do some superhero trivia. That'd be pretty cool. Terrible. idea. I wouldn't charge you for the first idea I sent you, but this one I'll probably send you an invoice for. Um, well, you won't get any money for but it. Listen to the last show it was awesome. Guys gave my geek boner some geek tears. If you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, keep it up. Geek Love the show. See you guys. Oh, thanks, Matthew Miller. Look, listen to this can't be geeks. a running thing for him and run. This kid, look, I, this I, this I has to stop at some point. Yeah, this has to stop. I can't control I, I, it. We can get the clips. We're not playing these every week. Why are you putting people through this? Matt Miller, you heard him. All right, look, I got one <laughs> more. This may be the last we ever hear, Matt Miller. In conclusion, Matty J here again. Um, Rugboy really kind of uh, stung me with his. Um, try on pokemon go uh really cut me down to the core there um if you want to come at me bro i'll have you know i'm a level 35 team instinct and uh i will wreck you if you want to meet me in a gym ever pokemon gym that is um not a real gym uh i will wreck you bro i got a couple three thousands in the team right here the squad squad um okay stay tuned for my deadpool 2 review i'll be sending that to you guys on friday or Saturday. And uh, yeah, can't wait to hear all about that review as well. All right, guys. See ya. Well, see, he's going to send us his Deadpool review. At least somebody sent show him something Show me your deck. Show, and I'll show you. <laughs> show me your deck. I'll show you, uh, I'll show you how I light my cigarette. <laughs> I'll burn all your cards. Look, yeah. Matt Miller said in your uh, Deadpool review, we'd love to have it. But I look, at least somebody is sending something in. Also, just right before we started recording, I got this one. isn't one of those things where like n- any press is good press, Simran. <laughs> no, not, no. Eh, somebody's using it. Okay, I got one more speak pipe that just came in. It's thirty seconds, and it's just titled. I don't know who sent it because it's titled "Hello, Anthony." This is, here it is. Yeah, hello. This is uh, this is for Anthony. Uh, I just uh, recently listened to your Jock and Nerd podcast. And uh, it was uh, brought to my attention that they, you, you don't get anybody ever to say hello to you in in the person <laughs> and or on the phone. So I just I wanted to fill in that void in your life. Aww. Hello, Anthony. I hope you're doing well. Uh, if you would like to get together, um, I know where you live. 
Bye. Oh, shit. Talking nerd. That was awesome. Uh, anonymous. That doesn't old sound like person. a real person. I don't know who that was, but I love. I appreciate it. I, I like the hello. Somebody said, see? Was that Imran? No, that wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't fucking. Yeah, was that you? No, I thought it was Rugboy. It wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. I wish I did. did That's think pretty to good, that. though. It's very good. Somebody said hello to Anthony. Just Anthony. I love Anthony. it. Anthony. I appreciate that. I get appreciate me, the hello. Get me a cannoli, Anthony. Uh, okay, last thing. I got an email from Ron Hans, listener and patron. He says, hey, fellas. First off, I am glad that I could get the conversation going in the last episode. I agree with Tony that to get the full enjoyment of this movie, you need to have seen at least eight to ten of the MCU movies. He's talking about Avengers. However, in making it, I don't think Marvel was really gave a shit. And why would they about the person that could be coming into the MCU for the first time with this movie? Every movie they have put out has been number one in its opening week. So while I agree with Tony, that is not a great standalone movie. I think we can all agree it was never intended to be taking that way. You guys said it correctly that this is an event comic come to life. A movie of this type and the scale has never been attempted. And think of it in the way that they pulled it off is remarkable. And in the context of the MCU, it is a really good movie. Yeah, we well, said all this. We did say all this. <laughs> with that, though, I hope my back and forth on Twitter with Rugs cleared up that I was not shitting on him for being negative in the reviews. More often than not, I have my own nitpicks with the movie, and when I listen to the reviews and Rugs or Tony points it out, something stupid that I had a problem with, it puts a smile on my face. That's it, what we're here to do, that's really. What, put that's, smiles on people's faces. That's right. It makes, Except for Imran's face. It makes me know that I am not just being a petty dick about something. Well, I'm being a petty dick, but um, I admit it. Right. And that's fine. You can be a petty dick about that. Uh, yeah. He continues with that. Every movie on Rugs list, which I laughed out loud that he wrote it during the last episode, I agree is a great movie. I would add a couple of my own, Braveheart, Gladiator, but, al- Both good. but also yeah. agree that there is no such thing as a perfect movie. The point behind the question was to find out what he considered a great movie. Uh, and you put it out on your Twitter. You have that great list, Rugs. So. Yeah, we go. I mean, they're really indisputable. Yeah, they are. We could. Uh, I would. I would talk about all those movies. Uh, he finishes with that. I wanted to add a couple of my own nitpicks after seeing Infinity War a few times now. First off, when the team goes to Wakanda, Cap is the only one that has been there. Yet when they go through the camo dome, nobody says a word. I would have expected someone to give some ADR line of "How the hell did you know about this place?" Also, when Thor shows up with Rocket and Groot, first off, that part is probably my favorite in the movie. But everyone that is fighting in Wakanda is human. When a god teleports in with a walking tree and a talking gun-wielding raccoon, nobody bats an eye. Well, they're fighting all Thanos' yeah, fucking creatures. Crazy that, outriders. Like, anything goes at that point. Well, he says, I'm a little okay with this one because they are fighting an alien horde. But in both instances, I personally could have used one or two lines of dialogue on that. Sorry for the long email and can't wait to talk Deadpool with you next week. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, you could have, I mean, you could have thrown in a line... Where they just like, holy crap, what's this place? Uh, but I mean, the movie is jam-packed as it is. You know, you have... I love the line that Okoye says when when Scarlet Witch shows up finally. And she's like, she was up there in the room this whole time. Why is she up there? Like, the little stuff like that is great. And they balanced it well. So, I don't know if it you could have shoved more lines in there. Thanks for your feedback, Ron. Ron's the best. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about what I think. No, I'm just cutting you off. Yes. His feedback's good. Yes, thanks for writing in, everyone. Thanks for listening. That's the show this week. Rugs, where can the listener find you? You can find me on Twitter, where I will be uh, posting 
Hashtags how's the, all day. Uh, at Really Rugboy, how's the Cardi B uh, thing going? No, that went away. <laughs> oh, it's done. Good. Thanks. I had some support. Like, some women supported me oh, in my shit. argument. Nice. And uh, there you go. So that's done. Like, people don't win with me. That's the thing that you have to realize. I will fight until the other person, like, just goes down. Like, until they get tired like it does. There's nobody who's actually made me stop tweeting. I love when people help the felties, support the felties, back them up. <laughs> you will be doing the world a huge service. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the nerd. Tell a friend. Spread the geekery. We'll catch you next week. Tell your mom. Tell your mom if she reads comics. Yeah. Thank you, mom, for letting her use your internet to listen What's to the her show. Name? Lynn Braden. Lynn Braden. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. For collecting comics. God bless you, Lynn. I want to hear from this woman. Me too. Send a speak bite. Lynn Braden, send us an email. 